Hello. Hi, Megan. How's it going? Oh, it's great. How are you? Good. Just applied my facial oil, so I'm ready to soak. Oh, excuse me. Yes, yes. What's your facial oil? Um, it's literally like an $8 thing of jojoba oil from Amazon. <laughs> ah, got it. But I mixed it with like this. I put it in the a bottle that used to belong to this like really yummy smelling body oil that I had. So like, and there's like flowers in it that still smell like that stuff that I ran out of. If that makes sense. So yeah. the jojoba oil smells like my yummy other stuff. <laughs> oh, wow. She's innovative. Oh, yeah. Well, good for you. I just started a new skincare routine, too, and I've been thriving, to be honest. Oh, is it Sunday, Riley? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> um, someone told me that, like, this glow tonic from Pixie, which is, like, sold at Target. Yes. It's, like, great quality. And so, like, I, like, went a little wild, and I bought, like, the rose face wash, the glow tonic toner, the collagen retinol serum, and then, Ooh. like, a, a skin tightening, like, face cream. Wow. Yeah. And I've, I've heard good things about that brand too, but um, mainly about the toner that you mentioned. But I use, you know, I use the normal, you know, what's that brand though? Witch Hazel that everyone uses? Thayer. Yeah. Yeah. I use that. I can't bring myself to change it, but maybe I'll try one of their other products. Yeah, I used to use Thayer. tightening cream sounds yeah. yeah. Well, I really like the collagen retinol serum. Um, okay, that all sounds like something I need, too. So maybe I'll try that. <laughs> and listen, my forehead has gotten tighter. I'm not kidding. It's oh, only been good. two weeks. No, it's only been one week. And on my third day, my coworker, who had no idea that I started a new skincare routine, was, like, talking to me. And she was like, wait, your skin is, like, glowing. And I was like, oh, my wow. God. I know. I'm, like, a changed person. I don't even know okay. if you guys can, like, recognize my voice anymore. <laughs> No, that's really good to know. I will definitely be trying those things then. Yeah, and the price points, oh, beautiful. And the uh, face wash reminds me a lot of the Kylie Skin face wash because it doesn't lather. It's more like a lotion kind of face wash, and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty, I'm pretty loyal to my face wash too. But like I said, this collagen retinol serum is ringing a bell, and I will probably go on target.com and order some while we're chatting right now (laughs) we need that tight skin yeah literally i just need something to hold me over until i finally get botox (laughs) same wow so same um i also don't know if you guys can recognize my voice because it's been two weeks since i've recorded an episode (laughs) i didn't record last week and i literally never mentioned it at all um so sorry if anybody out there actually cares which I don't think there is but you guys last week was wild let me just say it was like one of the most hectic and chaotic and busy weeks of my entire life Ooh, tell I know you seemed booked and busy but go into detail I was just very booked and busy I um am training a new hire at work and then well like uh, doing my job as well and then, like, all of my team was, like, on PTO. And then mm-hmm. I had, like, a luncheon I had to go de- to. Meanwhile, like, this whole system at our work had shut down. Ooh. And I was dog sitting for two different people. It was just a lot. Yeah. I was I was thankful the week was over. Um, I know. Don't you, like, 
I don't I hate leaks like that <laughs> yeah and you like know it's coming you're just like fuck here we go yeah and they really throw off your whole routine and then they're just truly exhausting yeah so it was just a lot and so last Wednesday I like was debating whether or not I wanted to record I like couldn't decide and then finally I was like fine I'll just do it and I like came home I was like taking care of this dog like ate dinner whatever and then I fell asleep by 8 p.m. <laughs> So, yikes. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm flaky. Um, it happens. Um, I also just have a special shout out to myself, only because after just before we got on, I was watching a really exciting episode of Real Housewives of OC, and just in like yesterday, I've been dying to tell you, but I figured I'd wait. My coworker, who is now like my fairy godmother, got us tickets to see Watch What Happens Live next week. You're kidding. Like a taping. Oh my fucking God. I'm so fucking jealous. And I'm seeing it in Real Housewives of OC reminded me because I'm seeing it on Tuesday, which is Real Housewives of Orange County night. And this season of Real Housewives of Orange County has been fucking top notch. So I'm super excited. I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah, this is, like, a big deal for me. <laughs> oh, my God. You lucky bitch. I'm so jealous, but so happy for you. Thanks. I will report back for sure. When is... I'm ordering collagen and retinol serum right now. When is BravoCon? Um, Mid-November. Fuck, why did I choose my flights to come the first weekend of November? It's mid-November. Well, and because they're... Wait. Well, oh, why did you do that? <laughs> I don't know. But, I wasn't no, thinking. but those t- their tickets are so expensive. Oh, okay. They're doing like sweepstakes and shit, like giving away, oh. and, like entering them. But if I don't happen to freakishly win a ticket, there's no way I'm going just because that's like a shit ton of money. Okay, okay. Then I don't feel bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was actually feasible for us to do, I probably would have noticed that and like told you. But it's just, even for me, who's like an ultimate fan, it's, I um, don't even think it's feasible. The only thing that would have been fun is that you would have been like in the city when all the celebs are here so we could like stalk them. But oh, true. Speaking of stalking, you guys, we are almost one week away from me going to LA and having like a touristy LA oh, yeah. celebrity weekend, which I've never done in LA. Um, oh, so jealous. That'll be so fun. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm leaving next Thursday, so stay tuned for that. Wait, I don't um, even think that we've said that you're coming to visit me officially. I thought we did because we talked about me buying a first class flight or like the oh, day of it. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which Updates I didn't, you, did you guys. <laughs> I did not buy the first class flight. I really debated it. It kept timing me out of my session because I really couldn't decide. Oh my but god, then story just, of my life. <laughs> yeah, but then I decided, like, you know what? No, because then, like, I'll save more money to spend while I'm there. Also true. I like the sound of that. Yeah, so that will be no- the first weekend of November. Um, I guess we can just yeah. get into the goss unless you had anything to add. Um, no. Okay. I shared my big news. Move on. It is big news. I'm very, ugh. God, I can't wait to hear all about it. When are you going next Tuesday? Yep. Oh, which means you can share about it on Wednesday. Oh, wait, but you don't record next week. No, but fuck, maybe I will. 
we'd love to call in for the first 10 minutes (laughs) we'd love to have you um Uh, yeah (laughs) this podcast is a joke anyways wait i also saw lizzo in concert last weekend Oh, I saw on your story. Yeah, and I meant story. to talk to you about that. I know, I know that you've already seen her, and we were just talking about her and fangirling over her, and it was everything I dreamed it would be. I always want to see her again when now that she's like popular, because like when I saw her two years ago, like like I've told you guys, there's like thirty people in the audience, and so like was it was like she was great performance, but like the audience wasn't fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. She it was great. She was great. She played for like an hour, which isn't that long, but it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, she's but she doesn't have that many songs. And I bought my tickets from like a really sketchy. Well, not sketchy. I just bought them from someone over Facebook, and I had really like no way of like validating it, you know? Yeah. And so there's always that fear that like they're gonna be fake ass tickets, and they weren't. So I was so excited. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Team Lizzo same wow well that's fun i went to a concert by myself the other day um who'd you you see it's this band called joseph i had never listened to them before but they're this like indie rock band from Mm -hmm. portland Mm -hmm. um my best friend's boyfriend he plays in their band he used to play in the naked and famous now he plays in this band called joseph cool and so they played here last friday I went and it was actually like a really great show and they have like a huge fandom in Seattle like it was like packed the whole uh venue was like packed to the door and it was great music so if you guys like kind of like that type of music genre like indie rock like lighthearted indie rock it's like three sisters um that perform that's oh, like that's sing cool. in the band yeah it's called Joseph and they're actually really good so if anybody wants to check them out they're on Spotify and I'm sure, like, every other music platform, I literally only listen to Spotify, though. Team Apple Music. They're probably on there, too. Woo. <laughs> the ghetto. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Still got my sp- student discount. <laughs> <laughs> okay, honey. Whatever gets you through the day. <laughs> um, speaking of new music, I just, while I was waiting for us to record... You guys, Lindsay Lohan, I talked about this a few weeks ago, how she was releasing a new song called Xanax, and she released it on her Instagram story and then deleted it, but obviously people, like, captured it. Oh, and so you can, if you God. Google Lindsay Lohan Xanax, you can listen to it, like, online, like, someone put, like, a, as, like, a Vivo music, like, a Vivo video thing, mm-hmm. and it's a whole song. Y'all, it's kind of a bop. I'm not going to lie. Wait, why didn't you tell me before I, you called it was like, so I could have listened to it? It was like truly like a few minutes ago. Okay. Oh, now I'm antsy and I'll probably forget about it after. So please remind me. Okay. It was, it's kind of a bop. It's obviously like a club bop, whatever. Yeah. Um, But it's like not bad, to be honest. Like I, I kind of love it. Um, it's like her talking about how she hates clubs in LA and she has social anxiety and like, she's like, and you're my Xanax, whatever. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, but it's like low key. Like I would like blast it getting ready with the girls or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I I don't know if she's like officially releasing it and she just did it early. You all know that Liz Hunt's fucked up in the head. So who knows what her plan is? But you can listen to it um, if you just, I, I guess, just Google it and it'll come up. Her label or whatever probably has like a release date for it. And she was probably just like, fuck it. And like, <laughs> it. it. <laughs> and they were like, um, 
we'll see you (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah kind of the bob i guess i think it's weird that she kind of released it for fall because it's definitely like a summer bob but you know christian girl christian autumn what is it autumn whatever (laughs) christian girl Autumn. autumn we're all with our xanax and christian girl autumn I mean. Um, just looking for my Xanax. <laughs> People are like, "You do Xanax," and I'm like, "No, like the the human equivalent," because I have social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then in other news, I'm just reading these news these notes really fast because I did not put them in the notes I shared with Megan. Oh my in, god! You already know this. Relax. <laughs> in other news, um, they announced the new Bachelor, and it's Peter the Hot Pilot, who's <gasps> also a hot pilot named Peter, and is also a pilot. Those are his three personality traits. And he's hot, his <laughs> name is Peter, and he's a pilot. I'm just kidding. I'm sure he will be fine. I... He is kind of quiet, though. <laughs> no, like, he really is. I don't, yeah. So, but I don't, like, hate him. No, no, no. I mean, I don't hate anyone, because I don't know them. But as far as, like, being, ugh. I don't have that type of feeling towards him like I have to past bachelors and bachelorettes. Yeah, I didn't watch Ari's season. Um, <laughs> and you guys know that I took a bachelor break. Y'all know that. You guys know I, I quit in the middle of the Hannah season because I really couldn't put up with her bullshit with Luke. And then it like burned me so bad that I didn't even watch Paradise, which you all, I fucking love Paradise. And it, it annoyed me so much that I literally didn't watch Paradise at all. Never a single episode. That's okay, well, how much this, Hannah pissed me off. This season of Paradise was wild. It's now over. But also, now you're going to be all effed up because, you know, they always keep so many people from recent seasons on Next Paradise. So, like, you're probably not even going to know who anyone on the Next Paradise is. I'm going to watch Peter's. Yeah, but, season. like, they're still, you know they're still going to have a bunch of guys from, like, Hannah's season on it. I knew all of the guys there. <laughs> I, I quit halfway through. They didn't <laughs> add new guys. Okay. 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 Fine. I know them all. <laughs> okay. I'm just, I'm just worried. I just want to make sure you're all caught up. <laughs> I'm caught up. I know who everyone is. I follow everyone on Instagram. I just couldn't put up with Hannah and her bullshit. And I had to take a little breather from the Bachelor Nation. I know. That was unfortunate. But I kind of just wanted the best for Hannah. Sure. And so now I'm ready to jump back in. I'm in the cockpit waiting for Peter. Let's do this. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be, it'll be something. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be a season. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of a television show. But now we have, now we have the long three months of the year where there are no bachelor true true it's a long um, it's a long one and um i they've released the pictures of the girls from this upcoming season and they're all really cute yeah but like ugh, you know how i feel <laughs> that about them working with sears <laughs> Okay, but their pictures were not as bad as Hannah's guys' pictures. I thought literally everyone was the ugliest person. And then, like, they got on the show and I was like, wait, everyone's, like, fine looking. (laughs) I know. I was like, wait, everyone's literally hot. But, yeah, you're right. Girls, I mean, and girls just notoriously look better in pictures than guys anyway. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, these girls look cute. But I can't really bring myself to care that much until they release the bios. 
True, true, true. And then they release themselves actual selves on the show when they start to fucking lose it. <laughs> yeah, and then they release their sanity. <laughs> All over the mansion. Fuck yes! I need to see some girls cry. I need to see some girls throw drinks. I need to see some girls in the confessional. Yeah, that'll be a good one. I'm sure he'll bring out some crazies, but they always do. Plus, I love watching The Bachelor more than I like watching The Bachelorette, just because it's just so much like emotions are so much more out there like with men it's like kind of boring sometimes and plus it's like kind of like you know they just do things where you're like oh god don't do that That's but like true. with the I'm bachelor more, i'm usually the opposite just because i personally like watching a handfuls of hot men all over my screen <laughs> but sometimes they make it really hard <laughs> i just like love the and i hate to like be like girls are crazy because I like I don't like that stereotype and like girls are catty like I don't believe that but like when girls get together it's just like so much funnier to watch oh yeah no I totally agree when I say bring out some crazies I mean just like you know how it goes yeah emotions run high <laughs> yeah they're they're more willing to admit their emotions than guys who just stuff it down and it comes out in anger like girls will just let it loose exactly and fun fact speaking of handfuls of hot men on my screen i found out recently that all of jojo's season is on amazon oh really yeah that was a good season i know she had a ton of hotties and you know who was in that? Chad. <laughs> My I fave. Know. Which is really funny because, like, they never have old seasons of, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette anywhere. But out of all seasons, that's the one they have. And it's on Amazon. So it's good because that was one of my favorites. And Sarah has always wanted to watch old seasons of it because she just recently got into it. So we'll have to start that one soon. And I'm sure I'll get just as sucked in as I was the first time. That's also when Wells was on, right? Yes. Oh, cute. Yes. And I can't wait to introduce a new Bachelor fan to the Chad. Oh, my God. Sarah's not ready. None of us ever were, to be honest. (laughs) I'm still not. Yeah. No one asked for that. (laughs) Chad. I just love, I just fucking love the scene when he gets sent home and then he walks home through the woods whistling. Whistling, yeah. I just love all the scenes of him eating deli meats. (laughs) (laughs) Just like a montage of him just like raiding the meat tray. I need to find, I wish they would upload The Bachelor in Paradise where he was on for one episode, fought Chris Harrison and shit his pants. (laughs) All in one episode. Literally went on an angry rampage shit his pants and then left <laughs> he was on the first episode and not even there for 24 hours and he told chris harrison to suck his dick and then shit his pants <laughs> honestly this is top-notch tv brilliant oh. um anyways that's our little bachelor corner yeah, stop me now. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> last Friday was the Area Fifty One raid. Everyone, it was, and it's no one, day. no one raided Area Fifty One. Obviously, they'll shoot and kill you. They don't give a fuck, which is um, good. Honestly, I was really scared. Like, because you, you know, I was like refreshing Twitter all day, looking at funny tweets and memes and shit, and yeah. I was just like somewhat nervous that like 
this story was just gonna pop up that someone got shot and like died you know i was yeah especially like mob mentality yeah people like lose their mind yeah it truly something bad definitely could have happened so i was pleasantly surprised to see that everything was like peaceful i think i read about like two people getting arrested and whatever who cares yeah but it was honestly very peaceful and like people still went to the desert and like camped out like right before you can't get in like a ton of people and then they, they like all became friends <laughs> yeah like, they're all just, fun yeah they were all just doing goofy shit for the rest of us literally the rest of us around the whole world to enjoy so good for them good on them and thank you to them i know for like actually journeying out there wearing like spacesuits and alien stuff and just kind of camping in the desert and letting us watch and making friendships it's honestly like what chet lorp would have wanted you know what i mean (laughs) i know it's like so pure and so like 2019 internet culture that you can't even be mad or like laugh at it we'll laugh with it um um, 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 what was I gonna say? Oh, and shout out to that kid who did the Naruto or whatever you say it run through that newscast. I assume you saw yeah. that. That, kid, yeah. that meme was like everywhere, and I watched it at least two hundred times. That <laughs> the real secret is that was actually Chet Lorp all along. <laughs> he was just in his human costume. Oh my god, that was really an alien, and now we're all tricked. That's what they wanted. And now we're on our final days. This is an emergency <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, good for all the little earthlings out there that made some lifelong friendships that will carry them to eternity and beyond. I hope their parents are proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was also thinking because these kids are like young, you know, like mostly yeah. like college kids. So, like, I don't know. I'm sure they, like, told their parents that, like, oh, I'm heading out to, you know, like, I don't know. And, like, could you imagine your kid telling you that? I would be like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure my parents would have been like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Let us know what happens. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay, just don't get shot. (laughs) Yeah, like, don't obviously run in there, but have fun (laughs) say hi to chet glorp (laughs) they know him (laughs) um in other news sorry if i'm going through this really fast i honestly just have like ice cream and i and america's next top model waiting for me so i think that i'm like kind of rushing myself oh don't get me started i fell deep back into that rabbit hole Today. yeah i'm clearly recruiting people <laughs> i know well i went through a phase of that like not too long ago and then i like gave up because it can be a lot but it's ins- it's it fucking insane and i cannot believe you guys now we're talking about america's next model it's fucking insane and i cannot believe it was allowed to be on television for so long because it literally is just hazing there are so many seasons there have been so many seasons that i never even watched like, Same. that started, like, after I started college. Like, I didn't have cable, you know. But that was, like, I don't know. I'm, like, do I even want to get into that? Like, can I handle it? I don't think I can. <laughs> I've decided to watch every season because I stopped watching after season six, I think. Oh. Um, 
yeah, like a long time ago. Like I was like, okay. <laughs> um, or maybe seven. I don't know. Um, but it ended last year and it started when we were in fifth grade. It ended last year. Yes. No. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. Now I kind of want to watch episodes that I actually never watched. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm all, obviously I'm all about them being inclusive and whatnot, but like, I, I think I ended up stopped watching when they let the guys on. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's a whole different competition. Well, yeah, and just because, like, I, I had been watching the show, I think you said, like, literally since fifth grade. Like, remember when VH1 used to do, like, those marathons of it? Yeah. My sister and I would, like, park ourselves at the TV and, like, Same. get into that shit. And so, you know, I just, I was, like, a OG. And so when they switched it up too much, I lost interest. I get it. Um. Yeah, I don't remember when I lost interest. But, like, watching it back now, I'm like... Holy shit, they, like, let so much racist shit fly, like, so much sexist shit fly. Like, it's insane watching this, where, like, in 2019, being like, literally, what the fuck? I know, some of the things they say are, like, very shocking. I'm sure it's even more shocking in the earlier seasons that you're on. But even today, I was watching season, what did I say I was watching? 11? I think it was 11 or 12, and it was the first, it was the season where they first had a transgender woman woman on the show and I actually remember that like watching that on TV because it was like a big deal but like the way that they handle the whole thing is just so weird and like so irrelevant now because it would like never be that way it's bizarre uh I'm excited for you to get to that part (laughs) oh man yeah it's been really insane to watch I've been watching like two seasons a week which I know sounds like insane and you're right um yeah, but Basically, once you start, you really can't stop. And it's so mindless. Like, you can do yeah. it while it's on. It's That's the type of show it is. Yeah. Um, and, like, the, the episodes are, like, 45 minutes. You know, like, it just, whatever. It just flows. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's been... <laughs> I'm basically, like, a model and a model scout now. <laughs> so I'll probably blow up soon. Okay, but also, like... I was, I'm always so shocked about, like, how kind of mean the judges always were. Oh, my God. They're fucking psychotic, and they literally cannot. I, like, have this theory, and I, and I told Katie this. Everyone knows that Tyra is truly a psychopath and, like, one of the most narcissistic women or humans on this planet. Um, that's, like, a known fact. Like, if you know anything about Tyra Banks, you know that she's a complete narcissist, and it's, like, insane. And she's, like, very delusional and not aware of herself. Um, Yeah. So I have, I guess, this theory that she purposely chooses girls who she doesn't see as a threat to her supermodel career. Especially, like, in the early days. And, like, all the advice she gives them is so fucking insane and, like, not true. You, If you guys... I don't think I've ever talked about this on the show, on the podcast. My best friend, like, literally was a model and then is now, like, a model agent for mm-hmm. LA models so like she literally knows mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the stuff that Tyra tells them to do or like the advice she gives them or like the shoots that she makes them do and she'll always be like you have to do this when you're a supermodel it's like none of that is actually true I oh my god some of these shoots are so weird she like has t- in like one season she like told this girl who was like trying to change her Brooklyn accent 
she was like don't change it like that's what makes you different like that's what makes you you and then literally the next season there was a girl with a southern accent and a girl with a brooklyn accent and she pulled told both of them that they would never make it unless they dropped their accents i know the whole concept like this show is actually crazy it's like so unhealthy it's not like, it's like truly hazing yeah it's not like woo models yay like a like i don't know like a project runway type of thing it's literally just like boot camp and like but like for what they're like learning nothing and that's like like very few of the models on the show ever went and did anything i know but the the crazy thing is they're literally all like 18 (laughs) yeah oh my god the last oh sorry sorry if you're on the show and you are like 23 which is still young as fuck then you are like considered old and trust me tyra will tell you so it's like all these teenagers just getting like ripped apart and like psychoanalyzed by fucking tyra banks like that's so wild yeah and fucking janice dickinson that fucking oh my god yeah um Um, there's this girl this last episode i literally watched this girl was still in high school she dropped she like didn't drop out of high school but she like missed her graduation and her prom to compete and on Mm -hmm. the day of her graduation Tyra sent her home. I literally remember that. Is her name Cassandra? Her name is Brooke, but oh, she okay. looked but a lot I like Cassandra. I remember her too. Yes. Um, um, yeah. She I, like literally sent her home the night of her graduation, even though, and it was, I think truly it was like for TV because mm-hmm. they kept emphasizing like, oh, tonight's my graduation. I think it was truly for TV purposes because she kept other girls who weren't as good as this girl. And the girl was like, I miss my graduation. Like, when she got sent home, she was, like, saying goodbye to the girl. She was like, I miss my graduation and prom for nothing. And Tyra, like, as she was, like, walking out, she was like, Brooke, a million girls would pay, like, die yes. to be here who would miss their graduation and prom. Like, how dare you say something like that? And she was like, I know. And she was like, I, I would choose this any day, but, you know, like, I'm bummed. And it's like, yeah, she literally missed it for nothing. And I think you sent her home over another girl literally just to make good television and a good storyline. She's literally an 18-year-old girl showing emotions, and you're, like, chastising her for that. It's- or even when she fucking yells at Tiffany, everyone knows the, like, we were rooting for you. You were all rooting for you. Like, when my mother yells at me like this, it's because she loves me. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's like how fucking crazy you ended up. That whole situation was so fucking psychotic. She, like, lashed out at Tiffany because Tiffany was telling the other girls not to cry that she was going home. She was like, don't cry, don't cry, it'll be okay. Like, it's okay, like, I don't, like, you know, like, reassuring the other girls, like, don't cry over me, like, it'll be fine, like, you're still here. And, like, that's why Tyra screamed at her like that. I know. I remember watching that back as an adult because I think watched that episode when I like binged it a while ago, and I was like, "What?" Even yeah, like- warranted that type of reaction. I mean, that reaction was so intense that I can't even imagine what someone would have to do to warrant that type of reaction for me on like national TV. You like literally have to like slap an old woman, like you know, like I don't know. Yeah, I can't even imagine. And Tyra just flew off the handle. It was so wild. And it's like, if someone's like crying because you're going home, of course you're going to be like, don't cry. Like, it's okay. Yeah. I like, what was Tyra mad? Cause like she wasn't, cause she wasn't crying that she was going home. Yeah. And she was like reassured, like comforting the other girls. Cause she kind of had been like the mom in the house because she was a mom. Yeah. And she kind of like wasn't doing well. So she 
probably expected that she was going home and like came to terms with it. So when she did, she was probably just like, oh, well, that's how it goes. Don't cry, girls, blah, blah, blah. And then Ty was just like, Aah. plus she like had a really hard life. Like she had gone through way like much harder stuff than this back home. So it's like, hello, like she's like toughened by like, I hate this sounds so stupid, but like she's toughened by like the streets. Like she's not going to cry over you, Tyra Banks. Her grandma's power literally went off so that she could buy a bathing suit to come to this thing. Like she's not going to cry over you, Tyra Banks. She's got a hard knock life at home that she can cry over. Oh my God. This show is a cultural phenomenon. It is. Or like, and I told you this today in text. Fucking season three with Yaya. A stylist told Yaya twice. And by the way, Yaya became an actual actress and she was on Ugly Betty when I, I binged Ugly Betty earlier this year. And oh. I was like, when I was watching ANTM, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's, weird like see, ugly me. it's weird to see that a few of them, like not even always the winners, just a few of them have like randomly become like, very successful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, do you know, do you remember Annalie? kind of well she's in this season that i'm watching currently what i started today and she's in like crazy stupid love she oh yeah 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 yeah. you know that yeah 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 so she was on the she was on the show and now she's like she went away for a really long time and then she randomly popped back up as an actress or like even just like in fashion magazines or like campaigns and stuff i'll re- i used to not so much anymore because a lot of the people who i used to watch and would recognize have like aged out but I used to just see them pop up in like random like fashion ads and shit. So yeah. So who knows? Uh, who knows if that? I'm sure they would have done that even without the show. Oh, agreed. But yeah, they like told this girl Yaya, she she had like her just her natural hair, which is kind of like a little fro, mm-hmm. and then she would just like wear like earth tone colors, like nothing crazy. And the stylist told her during the competition and during judging that she needs to stop proving her Africanness. And like Tyra just like let it happen, and I'm like Tyra, you bitch! Like that's like fucking racist. Like how are you gonna let this white stylist tell this black girl oh she my needs God. to stop proving her Africanness during judging? Who was the and then, stylist? It's some nobody. And um, the Yalia was like, I don't actually need to prove it, um, because I am African. <laughs> oh my God! And like she wasn't like, I don't even like know what the stylist was talking about because like she was just like in a like jeans and like a brown cami like it was like so racist you know what i mean like <laughs> because she has natural hair yeah it's... and tyra just like sat there and like let it happen i was like fucking jesus christ tyra <laughs> so wild so wild anyways you guys if you know of a therapist that can get me through the next fucking 20 <laughs> seasons send them my way yeah, I'm about because... to go into uncharted territory and watch seasons that I've never actually watched. So stay tuned. Yeah, I think that's going to happen to me after this season because I feel like I did watch this season. I just don't remember it because this is the season where with Carrie D. Oh, love her. Yeah, and so it's like I know Carrie D, so I know that I probably watched this season. But I think after this, I don't think I watched any season. Anyways, <laughs> oh well, just wait because I don't know what episode you're on. But there's like a huge controversy with Carrie D, like right before she wins. Wait, you've seen this season, right? Yeah, but I don't think I've seen it since it came on. Oh, okay. Well, like in one of like the final episodes, Carrie D is like clearly a front runner and like could win. But in one of like the final episodes, she makes this like 
snarky comment to Nigel, and they all freak. <gasps> oh my god, I remember. I remember. Like it literally almost. I mean, she almost, she almost like, got threatened to get sent home. Yeah, like it wasn't even a big deal, and like, but they just like blew it so far out of proportion. And I mean, thank God she ended up winning anyway, because I always liked her. But yeah, now she models for a psoriasis medication. Yeah, yeah, she's one of those ones that randomly popped up too. And Eva is on. Isn't Eva on the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Uh, no, she was on Real that like spinoff show, Real Husbands of Hollywood. I'm pretty sure she's on Real Housewives of Atlanta too. Oh, is she? I know that she was on Real Husbands of Hollywood. Um, I don't know. I've been like lurking all of them <laughs> as the seasons go. Like I find their Instagrams. Yeah, she's on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh, good for her! Hell yeah! I know that's a big one. <laughs> In my book. <laughs> um. Anyways, this is obviously just a America's Next Top Model podcast now. So, <laughs> I wish. If anybody's I wondering, could, dear God, we could, yeah, we could. we could. Listen, I have. I could make multiple episodes about one episode. There's so much fucking shit that happens. Um. Good television, though. If anybody's wondering where I'm watching all these seasons, every season is on Hulu. So you can watch him there if you also want to get fucking sucked in. Yeah, God, I feel like we, like, disclaimer, you will get sucked in and you will be enraged. <laughs> yeah, fucking shit. Also, isn't it crazy to think that Winnie Harlow was, like, a winner? She was? Yeah, like, one of the newer seasons, obviously. Oh. But I think she built her career outside of... <laughs> ATM. Yeah. No shade, but shade. I'm interested. Yeah. Um, in other celebrity news, <laughs> side note, if you want to talk about ANTM or if you start watching it, um, slide into my DMs. Happy to talk about it. Um, I'm sure my best friend would really enjoy a break of me just sending massive texts <laughs> to her about <laughs> things. <laughs> Um, in other news, if you guys don't know, there's a rapper, her name is, her rap name is Cupcake. She's been kind of, like, low-key rapper for years. Um, I know, I knew about her a few years ago because she was on a podcast I listened to. She's kind of, like, Cardi B mixed with, like, Lizzo. Like, she's all about, like... I don't know if I knew who she was until you sent the notes for tonight. Yeah, she's pretty, like, underground, but I don't know. Um, But she kind of just, like, talks, like, openly about, like, sex and sexuality and, like, loving yourself and your body and, like, you know, just being able to do whatever the fuck you want. Like, whatever. Um, So she's pretty unfiltered, as it is. Mm -hmm. Last week, (laughs) she started tweeting about how... She fucked Sean Mendez while he's been dating Camilla and that Camilla's racist and that Sean Mendez has a tiny dick and he's uncircumcised and that she has the receipts to prove it. Whoa. So <laughs> and then like tiny people... dick and uncircumcised. Ooh, those are harsh words. Yeah, no shame 
we're not body shaming anyone here. That's not what this podcast is about. But that's rough. But whether it's true <laughs> or not, just to have those words. Oh, okay. Thrown at you. Thrown yeah. at your character for sure. She thrown is at, right about your dick. <laughs> <laughs> she is right about Camilla being racist. Um, we've talked about that multiple times on this podcast. Yes, and I've researched that a little bit since you brought it up because I didn't know about it, and it's true. It's true. Camilla Cabello is a racist bitch. Um, and so, oh, and she said that Sean Mendes is gay. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, whatever. Which we've been new. Um, <laughs> listen, everyone knows Sean Mendes is gay. I'm not trying to force sexuality on anybody, but like, I think everyone literally knows Sean Mendes is gay. Sorry. Like, <laughs> and I mean, if someone says that you have a tiny dick, you're uncircumcised, and you're gay, no one's even gonna hear that you're gay because they're gonna be too distracted by the fact that you have a tiny dick and are uncircumcised. Okay. Plus, we like all been new about Sean Mendes, and we're like, it's like 2019. Like, Sean, we're so accepting. <laughs> That's very like, true. Come out on your own time. You never like no no. You never need to come out on anybody else's time. Do whatever you want. But like, we know. Mm. We know, Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> the jig is up, Camilla. Yeah. Um. So people like didn't know if Cupcake was like hacked or not because like she's kind of off the walls anyways. But she just like kept going and like she was still like uploading on instagram so people were like okay but now and so it what started off as like a funny story um i was just like rechecking my notes today and now i'm like a little worried about her because she like uploaded an instagram live and she looks kind of fucked up and she said that she's quitting music and this is the last of her oh no and it, someone else, it was like, she was, like, sitting in a bathrobe, like, on a hotel bed and, like, just seemed very disconnected and, like, very dead inside while she was saying it. Oh, I don't like that. No, no, no. And someone else was filming it. Oh. And so people think that, like, maybe she's being forced to say this. Yeah. Oh, so like the story definitely took a turn. Um, so I don't know what's really happening with her. I hope she's okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this was like for like a you know I don't know I don't know if she's like doing a bit that's just like maybe funny for just her or like I don't know I'm a little worried so what started off as like a funny story about her talking about Sean Mendes and Camilla has kind of taken a dark turn so I guess we'll I'll keep you updated as we learn more but no one has heard from her to, from today or two days ago since she did the Instagram <laughs> Like, she hasn't been on her social medias. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, yeah. Concerning, to yeah, say Yeah, I least. didn't know that it got that weird. But, yeah, that does sound bizarre. And I hope all is okay. Me too. And I hope that she truly does have receipts of her having sex with Shawn Mendes. Yeah. <laughs> I would really live for that. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Me too. And, like, the thing is, is, like, she wasn't, like... Hey, you guys, I, like, fucked Sean Mendes because Camilla's racist. She said, I fucked that racist bitch's boyfriend, the one that was in a girl group. And then she, like, retweeted that, and she goes, the gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, she couldn't even say their names because they're so irrelevant to her. 
<laughs> the one that was in that girl group and the gay guy. Oh my god. And everyone knows that it's obviously them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, Sean Mendez, by the way, like did an interview, I think it was today or yesterday, where he was like really reinforced like no it's not a publicity stunt and I'm like okay if you have to even talk about how your relationship's not a publicity stunt I know I was- it's a publicity stunt yep I was literally just gonna say that Sean <laughs> we're all here for you whenever you're ready it's true it's actually kind of sad like I just want them to be able to live their true lives but I don't fucking know them so I'm just gonna just gonna watch it all unfold and I just want him, even if he doesn't come out or whatever, because I'm not trying to make anybody do anything. Um, truly, what I really want for him is just to be away from Camilla. I truly feel like he's suffering being around that chaotic energy, and I just need him to be able to break free. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus, actually. Like, I didn't know that I felt that way, but I definitely do now. And she seems to be trash and yeah he, i have nothing against him he's a little angel baby as far yeah, as he I'm seems concerned. very sweet yeah very sweet. so you know i just want him to i want him to be happy same and i want her to go away for sure yeah <laughs> for sure also like i don't really like her music so like there's really no reason for you to be here i mean you know how i feel she's got some bops i hate that havana song I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll we'll as more updates come about this story, I'll give you guys the updates. Yeah, geez. Please. Hopefully, get- it's good news. Yeah. Um. In other news, Miley Cyrus and Caitlyn Carter have broken up. Their summer fling has now come to an end. It has flung. It has flung right off that Italian yacht. Yeah, I don't know. That's normal. <laughs> like, they were literally just in, like, serious relationships, and they were clearly both each other's rebounds. Rebounds, so, for sure. Like, I don't think anyone's surprised. Imagine rebounding with a friend. <laughs> I can't. That'd be awful. Yeah, I feel like that's, like, not what I need. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, do you still talk to that person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that kind of sucks. So. Because your rebound is typically someone who you, like, throw never, away. Never interact with again <laughs> after a few days. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, that's weird. Like, do you ruin a relationship and a friendship? Apparently they're still friends and it was they broke up because it was getting too serious and Miley didn't want anything serious. Um, so she ended it. She thought it was for the best. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sure. Hopefully they're still friends. I'm sure they're friends. Miley seems like the type of person that's like chill with like, you know, still being friends. Yeah, they both seem like relatively chill people. Um, you guys, I just shared this very funny story. I posted this on my Instagram story. I was texting my best friend about our upcoming I'm visiting her in LA. And I was planning my outfits and I went to text her, what slide on mules do you have? Because I don't want to buy them. So I was just going to borrow hers. So I was like, try to plan my outfits. So I was like, hey, what slide on mules do you have? 
And obviously Miley has a new song called Slide Away and people call her Miles. And so what my phone autocorrected to was what slide on Miles do you have? This bitch wrote me an entire fucking thesis on this relationship. I saw that you posted on your story and I was lolling, but I didn't get the context. I didn't totally get the context. I didn't know you meant to say mules, but I still could appreciate its hilarity because oh my god that was so funny i was on the bus and i was literally crying laughing (laughs) because like i just like casually was like hey what slide on mules do you have and like put my phone away and then i got my phone out and like you know how you can like with like your notifications how you can like see the first sentence yeah and she was like so i saw the first sentence and she was like that's a really tough question actually and i was like oh she's like being silly and then I, like, opened it, and I saw this, like, fucking thesis paper, and I was like, what the fuck? Like, the journey of facial expressions I went on in, like, a 30-second period was wild. Because I was, like, confused, and then, like, what? And then, like, what? Oh. 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 No, 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 no. And then, like, crying, laughing. Yeah, no, that was fully hilarious. And, like, I think about how much time it would take for me to type out something like that. And, like, that's a lot. And it was, like, so <laughs> thought out. And she put so much emotion into it. Yeah, I, like, so truly much ap- time I, and effort. Oh, my God. I'm- I I appreciate her opinion so much. And this podcast is truly ruining all my friendships because people only think I'm talking about celebrities now. Let me read her response to what slide on meals do you have? <laughs> That's a really tough question, actually, and I think about it a couple times a week. I unfollowed Miley on Instagram the other day. I still love her, but I do feel like she's doing her bangers breakup mood, which, to be honest, kind of annoyed me. Not a fan of her and Caitlyn together. Not because it's a girl-on-girl situation, but because it doesn't seem genuine for some reason. Seems like they're gal pals, but it all seems like it's a little forced. If Liam is really struggling with depression (laughs) and addiction, then I really feel for him, and it can be so hard to live with someone struggling with that. Uh, so I guess in all in all, I'm not choosing sides. <laughs> like this bitch That's had an literal. introduction, a That's body, a- and a closing. That was a literal fucking five paragraph essay TED talk. <laughs> all in all, I'm not choosing sides. That's fucking funny. Oh my fucking god, you guys! My podcast is ruining every aspect of my life. <laughs> so fucking funny but i know i know that was a good one thank you for sharing the context behind that so i could appreciate it of course of course so yes as of now miley is fully single and she's been hanging out with her mom and her sister brandy so yeah she's just doing the dang thing um in other news, Jonathan Vaness of Queer Eye had, did a New York, New Wow New York Times article. Hello, my first time podcasting, uh-huh. and he revealed that he's HIV positive, which uh-huh. is like not really shocking nowadays because it's just like I feel like it's so much more understood in the science behind everything. It's like not scary in the sense that it was like back then and when it first started like as an epidemic of course there's like still fucking horrible stigma around it and people are so uneducated exactly um but so i think it's like really powerful that a celebrity would come out and admit that they're hiv positive especially someone like jonathan um i thought that was like really great he 
found out when he was 25 mm-hmm. and he's just been living with it ever since um if you guys don't know like science and medication has come so far in the way of hiv that like it's honestly it, i mean it's still a big deal obviously that's not something you want to ever get but like it's not like really <laughs> super crazy to have it anymore it's like not a death sentence anymore right so correct me if i'm wrong but my understanding is basically that you just like take a pill every day that kind of like kills the little things that your body produces like the little hiv viruses that your body produces and then as long as you take your thing every day you're essentially like undetectable exactly yep that's exactly it um your body will like with this pill your body will like copy them and like attack them and destroy them um and so then yeah like if you're undetectable you're pretty much like it's you can't pass it on yeah um but obviously with that comes with obviously the talk of healthcare and big pharma raising prices to be to the extreme and how they basically kill people just because they want to be greedy to make certain medications is usually like a point seven percent of a penny and they'll charge like three thousand dollars for one pill it's right and obviously jonathan is very sick. much in a position where he can like go to the doctor every few months like he has to and keep up his regimen and like be healthy but a lot of people who experience this aren't so that's a sad but also i always think it's great when people bring awareness to things like this so it, it kind of like destigmatizes it to an extent yeah because i feel like people don't really talk about hiv and aids anymore mm-hmm. um and it's still very much around mm-hmm. um also like that had to be hard for him like think about like back when he was like signing on for queer eye like i'm sure he had to assume that this would maybe come up eventually yeah and i'm surprised it didn't um you know because people get nasty when people get fame not yeah. like him getting fame but people go after people who get fame you, you guys know what i mean yeah so yeah i mean who knows i obviously they didn't know that the show was gonna blow up like it did when he first signed on he has to know that there could be a possibility that he would get famous and eventually have the option to disclose this about himself eventually. So good for him that he did it on his own terms and when he was ready. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like so proud of him. And I'm just, I'm just really happy that this like topic that's often forgotten about because it's like, was such an epidemic in the eighties and nineties. And then it kind of just died down for whatever reason. Um, is like kind of getting attention again let me and i think that he's like the perfect spokesperson for it because he's like so kind and so open and so accepting you know what i mean yeah you know it's really good for him and i will say that even since the show has started he's been pretty open about like how healthy he's gotten like he's like in great health right now you know he like got really fit he was working out more he's talked about how he like changed his diet he took up figure skating like he's just kind of doing his thing <laughs> yeah yeah and he says that he feels the best he's ever felt um i'm trying to find a charity that we can all donate to for AIDS. give me one second and he's just the best he's a little sweetheart and i love him and all of his little fab vibes are so supportive of him and i know they're they're a nice little family and i'm glad that he has that support system from them too and i'm sure and i know he has the support from many other people as well us included pop cultured swine included 
Same. Yeah, I will always support any guy on um, Queer Eye because they're all the best. They are. Okay. Um, maybe I, I even supported Karamo on Dancing with the Stars, even though I think that's cheesy as fuck. I know. I don't know if it's called Unaids or UN AIDS. Sorry, I'm uneducated and dumb reading this. Or but are think- you UN educated? but you can donate here and they um will pay for the cost of hiv treatment and testing Mm. so it's unaids.org and if that's not a good donation place please let me know and give me a good one and i'll support it on here um obviously there's like unicef and housing works i mean there's a million but um, for treatment ones, it looks like unaids is maybe one. Cool. Thanks for looking that up. Yeah. Um, there's Housing Works is a New York City based one, by the way, and it's uh, fighting AIDS and homelessness. Oh. So if you guys want to donate, um, I will donate under Pop Cultured Swine after the show. Um, because it's fucking sucks that people are out there and they like can't afford their medication. Like I, it just blows my mind. But that's a whole other topic. As someone who works in healthcare, don't even get me started. Oh. Um, in other news, oh, also if you want to read that article, it's on NewYorkTimes.com. Like it's on their website. Uh, the whole article with Jonathan is there. If you want to read it, he talks about a whole a bunch of other stuff, and it's all very great and interesting. And um, because his new book is out. Yes, he has a new book. What is it called again? I want to say it's called Over the Top. I guess I can literally look it up. I know, because I was just reading about it earlier, and Over the Top, I think, rings a bell, because... Over the Top, cool. yeah. And so that is out. Um, I'll probably and it kind be of reading just, it. It's, it's called Over the Top, A Raw Journey to Self-Love. Uh, me too, because that sounds like a great book. Mm-hmm. In other news, season eight question mark of American Horror Story is out now. I have yet to watch it because last week I literally didn't watch anything besides um, America's Next Top Model. But <laughs> I'm going to start watching it this week because it's 1984. It's called and it's like summer camp theme, like campy horror movie theme. Which y'all knows that my that's my um, shit. That is my shit. Yeah, it's so good. I watched it last week. I kind of forgot that it was debuting so soon. So it was like a pleasant surprise that all of a sudden it was just there. And it was really good. Like, I didn't want the first episode to end. Oh, that's always a good sign. American Horror Story for me is always hit or miss. Yeah. The seasons are always either so good or so bad. Not bad, but like, I don't care to finish the seasons. Like... I finished um, the first one, the haunted house, whatever, um, and the second one, the asylum. Mm-hmm. What was the third one? Coven. Coven. Oh, obviously, I watched Coven. We watched it mm-hmm. together. Fourth was Hotel. Uh huh. I didn't finish Hotel. I finished Hotel, but I didn't love it. Fifth was Roanoke, which I actually really love that season. Same. I it's... know a lot of people don't, which I don't Same. get. Same. I'm shocked but... by that, too. It's definitely one of the scariest things in general ever. <laughs> and, like, the most entertaining. Yeah, it's so creative how they did that, like, reality show stuff. 
Yeah. Um, and then six was the circus, and I didn't finish. Oh that. no, I, no, no! Freak show came before hotel, so swap those. Oh okay, yep. okay. Did not finish uh, that uh, one. Oh good god, that one was bad. That one was so bad. Didn't finish that. And then the last year, oh yeah, apocalypse. Last, and then the, but then the one before that with like the real oh, time cult. like cult. I didn't finish cult. I almost got to the I like left off in the last two episodes because it was kind of getting too real for me <laughs> i don't know if i finished and I, that like, one either couldn't i handle. pretty far with that one but it it, uh, it was upsetting <laughs> it was very upsetting and uncomfy kind of like with black mirror where i was just like i don't actually really want to watch this and then i didn't watch apocalypse i watched the first episode and i was like mm, i can already tell i don't like this. the first 10 minutes of the first episode were great and i was like holy shit and then I think I made it, I don't know, actually I made it farther through that season than I'd like to admit, but I really didn't like it the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just watched the first episode and I was like, mm, no, yeah. but this one, this camp one sounds really great. And I love campy 80s horror movies and I fucking love Emma Roberts. I know. I was going to actually text you last week after I watched it just to tell you that it was good, but I forgot because I think that you're going to like it a lot. Ooh, it's so good. Um, I hope that they stick with, I hope that they don't stray too far from the like storyline, you know, that's where he always goes wrong is when he tries to make it too kooky. Yeah, Cause like they'll start off with a storyline. Then all of a sudden it's like the spawn of Satan is taking over the world and like, you know, it gets a little too convoluted. Yeah. So I really hope that they just kind of make this like standard murderer at a camp. 80s teen series you know yeah same it seems, Ugh, I can't wait it to watch seems it seems like that's what they're gonna do but you never know Dude, I know uh, who knows by like the fourth episode like who knows what's gonna happen I need to rewatch Coven um same actually I would love to rewatch Coven maybe we rewatch it together yes <laughs> I, listen that's like if you guys ever want me to watch a show just make me watch it with you like set times that we're like okay we're gonna watch this episode and I'll watch it that's like the only way I can get through television true and I, and I will <sighs> say that I got all excited got settled in and comfy cozy with my new Halloween decorations and my pumpkin oh. candles and I turned off the lights and started the new season and literally 20 minutes later I had to turn the lights back on because I was scared you're scared. I was scared. <laughs> it's scary. I was alone. Little baby. Um, oh, I can't wait to watch the new intro. Oh, it's a good one. It was one of the best ones in a long time because it's not scary. The fucking Kevin one was scary. <laughs> the original one, like, literally just makes me shit my pants. <laughs> um, and then in other news, Aaron Carter. Oh, my God. You guys, no. I don't. I don't want to talk about Aaron that. Carter. Is just going through it. He has like multiple mental illnesses and like addictions, and he's been like losing his mind publicly for kind of a long time. But now people are like kind of taking notice. Like I've known about this for a while because of a YouTuber I watch who's friends with him. Mm. You know how the youth keep me young. Um. <laughs> <laughs> And so Nick Carter, obviously Nick Carter from Backstreet Boys, 
has put a restraining order on Aaron, their brothers, if you guys don't know, and so has their sister Angel, because Aaron told Angel that he has thoughts about murdering Nick's pregnant wife mm-hmm. and hurting babies. Mm. And he owns a lot of guns. Mm, those don't mix. Right. And so finally Angel and Aaron were just like, okay, there's nothing else we can do except literally put a restraining on him, order on him. And like Nick wrote this like long letter being like, you know, I really didn't want to do this, but I felt like I was like my back was against the wall and like I had no other option at this point. Like I need to protect my family and like this was my last resort. Yeah. And so, unfortunately, like, I had to put a restraining order on him. Yeah. Um, and then Aaron went on Twitter and accused Nick of sexually assaulting two girls, one of them being a minor, mm-hmm. and beating Paris Hilton up back when him and Paris Hilton dated. Ooh. And people thought Aaron was just, like, kind of tweeting random shit because, you know, he's, like, has all these addictions and he's kind of mentally unstable so like people are like okay like we've never heard about any of this well two of the girls one of the girls her name's melissa schumann and she was in the girl band dream that was created by p diddy if y'all are our age y'all remember dream yeah. um and so she says that she like has been accusing nick carter for years that he sexually assaulted her back in the day and yeah. so Aaron was like tagging her and she was like being like, yeah, you fucking suck, Nick, blah, blah, blah. You're a monster. And then recently, as in I think yesterday, Paris Hilton not only liked the tweet from Aaron saying that Nick beat her up, but then she liked a tweet from Melissa Schumann saying that Nick is a like vile piece of shit. Oh, I did not know that. And so it's like, it's kind of confirming that Nick beat Paris up. Yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah. Because, like, Paris, like, doesn't need the attention or money or, you know, anything. It's like, why would she interact with that otherwise? Yeah. Unless it was, like, true and she's, like, harboring. I don't want to say harboring because that sounds like it's, like, unjustified. But she, like, has a still resentment towards him for, like, fucking physically abusing her. and of course, if that's the case, she should. Yeah. She's completely justified in that. So it's, like damn she kind of like confirmed it with like her twitter likes <laughs> so honestly that whole family is a fucking mess what did he say? <laughs> their sister angel included uh, i mean okay never mind what well I, he, he's saying really inappropriate things about his sister who passed away from like a drug overdose oh yeah i didn't know if you were intentionally not talking about that because it's very disturbing but like no i just had forgotten i don't know you say it <laughs> oh no i just forgot that she had passed away what did he say oh he's saying that she raped him when he was like a kid like repeatedly oh my God. yeah jeez this whole fucking family man yeah they need I mean, help i don't know any details about what he what happened like what she did to him i don't know if he's even saying that but that's the accusation he's making but she's she has aaron or eric Nick? saying okay. that his sister raped him Jeez. i know and it's like oh god oh god oh god you had to go there this whole family just like desperately needs help and i don't even mean to be like they need help like they like truly need help and i like hopefully i like hope that they get it um yeah. it's like so sad to see like such a successful family like churn 
You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's kind of like falling apart all before our eyes. Yeah. Ugh. not pleasant to watch I know, I know. Um, every time I see like a new story about this I'm like oh I feel like we shouldn't be talking about this but here we are literally talking about it I know although Aaron says that he's doing better as of today he's given up three of his guns and he is slowly going off Xanax and working with his doctor to end his addiction so oh. he's on the path to recovery okay. yes um, you guys uh, recently had talked about how SNL has announced its three new cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, Chloe Fine or Chloe, I can't remember her last name. I follow her on Instagram and it's like Chloe is crazy, but like that's obviously not her, her name. Um, <laughs> she's like super funny. Bowen Yang, who I like love to death because I listened to his pop call, I listened to his podcast, Lost Culturistas, which if you guys don't listen, you have to listen. It's probably my favorite podcast to oh, be honest good. i don't listen but i will now oh my god you have to listen him and matt rogers it's every wednesday just like this podcast it's truly hilarious Ooh. um thanks to my friend cameron gardner for setting me up with that and um so bowen's on that so i've loved bowen for a while and he's a writer on snl and then the third person i didn't know anything about i had never heard of him never seen him knew nothing <laughs> Uh, insert Kiki Palmer meme. <laughs> if I saw this man walking down the street, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. <laughs> that was me with Shane. His name is Shane Gillis. Sorry to this man. I don't know you. Ugh, um. So I didn't do any investigation into him because I was like, well, I guess I'll just see what happens when he's on the show. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, Twitter is always there for me. <laughs> And Twitter brought to everyone's attention, I wish I could remember the guy's name who originally tweeted it out, Mm. a video of Shane's podcast from last year. Listen, we've all said things in our youth that probably are very problematic. Like, literally, there's not a person out there that has never said a Mm non-problematic thing. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Like, we're all guilty. But then we grow and get older and change with the times and we realize that we were Mm -hmm. wrong. This was last year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's bad last year was 20 so like a lot of shit was happening then. yeah <laughs> enough shit that you should know better yeah so we're not going to excuse this behavior it was from his podcast and he's being bowen yang by the way is asian and he's the first east asian cast member to ever be hired on snl even though the show's been on for 45 years yikes um oh, shit that's cool and so he yeah he himself is like making history so shane um last year there's a podcast clip where he is using racial slurs against asians he's doing asian accents he's talking shit about their food about their service about their neighborhoods it's a whole lot it's a whole lot Hmm. i didn't even watch the whole thing it's bad it's very bad like sometimes i think that um people online can be like a little too woke oh god yeah (laughs) i don't think that in this case yikes (laughs) um so yeah so it was a very like i was shocked like i i want to like the racial slur that i'm thinking of for asian starts with the c i'm not gonna say it on the podcast obviously But it's bad, especially to have, like, the first East Asian 
person be hired as a cast member and then for that to come out so then he like put out a, an apology that like wasn't an apology and i'm trying to find it so i could read it to you guys because it was truly atrocious okay also the uh, thing is like snl do you like google people before you hire them they were like no we never had like <laughs> none of that well because shane had like wiped clean all of his like read it in his podcast like he tried to clean his act oh, up because i was gonna say it's one thing if like you hire someone and then like these things come out from like 10 years ago because then it's like holy shit someone right. had to made that make that effort things that wouldn't have necessarily come up right from the start but like this was readily available from like last year Yikes. yeah and he had like a whole twitter following and they were like the kind of people that would like share like neo-nazi oh, memes in like the twitter and the or not twitter reddit in like the reddit yeah. forum oh god no he seems like so a so let me read his apology yeah. he said i'm a comedian who pushes boundaries i sometimes miss if you go through my 10 years of comedy most of it is bad you're gonna find a lot of misses i'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything i've said Ew, I hate that sentence. My intention is never to hurt anyone, but I'm trying my best to be a comedian. And sometimes that requires risks. Here's the thing. Being racist is not risky. It's just making you an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's not funny. Like, racist comedy died, like, in the 80s. So, like, let's move on. That's, like, like, being risky and, like, trying new things is not trying racist bits. That's actually stale and old and no one enjoys it anymore because it's been done and we're over mm-hmm. it. So, <laughs> um, also the line, I'm happy to apologize to anyone who's actually offended by anything I've said. Yeah, that's so irritating. Like, that's, like, such a, like, I'm not wrong. You guys are just sensitive. And that's also saying, like, this is not an apology. <laughs> exactly also i hate when people are like i'm a comedian because it's like what what qualifies you to be a comedian people say i'm funny does that mean i can say any racist thing i want yeah true like what are the qualifications of being a comedian and being able to say whatever you want like i don't get that like what's the qualifications like when when can you start saying these racist jokes or like homophobic jokes or like jokes about rape like when is that like there's no you can't just be like well i'm a comedian because it's like technically i'm a comedian i have a fucking podcast (laughs) and guess what honey i can be funny without being racist if you can't be funny without being racist you're not funny yeah i do think that comedians have this some comedians can have this like holier than thou attitude like i'm funny i'm edgy and like think that they're like exempt from a lot of these things that are like not cool these days any days but specifically these days (laughs) yeah and it's like if you really can't be funny without that then you're not funny yeah good point so and so then he put out that statement and then people like flew off the handle because they were like fuck you that's the shittiest apology ever like how dare you and so then SNL fired him <laughs> before the season has even started. Well, good. Yikes. They literally had no choice. Took them four days. Kind of concerning. <laughs> um, and so then he put out another statement 
says it feels ridiculous for comedians to be making serious public statements but here we are i'm a comedian who is funny enough to get snl that can't be taken away but it was literally of course i wanted an opportunity to prove myself at snl but i understand it would be too much of a distraction i respect the decision they made i'm honestly grateful for the opportunity i was always a mad tv guy anyways i mean (sighs) you didn't even make it on an episode (laughs) Hey, hey, Shane, it actually can be taken away, and it was. And also, Mad TV got canceled years ago because SNL is sub or is subpar to SNL, so that just shows who you are. Um, but let me just say that, and also, he had put out a statement, I don't remember where it's at, but I did see it. I don't know if he deleted it, where he said that he was going to be reading all of the comments he hate comments he gets in an Asian accent. Oh my god. Uh, truly uh, a piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) and like what is an Asian accent there's 40 fucking countries in Asia (laughs) one of them being Russia yeah so (laughs) sorry that you're racist and and like that's the thing too it's like people like in those situations like comedians are like oh you guys have like ruined this all for me all because you're all so sensitive and it's like I can't go to my job and say racist things if I went to my job I'd be fired Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like your job fired you just but your job just happens to be on TV but it's still a job and they still have a right to fire you and so they did like anybody else would go to work and get instantly fired if they were saying those things yeah well and they should and they shouldn't get hired if they say those things either because exactly these days. people are just like always like this is unfair blah, blah blah snowflakes are ruining my life but it's just like no it's actually just a job and you're just facing the con- consequences of a job exactly <laughs> like even if I was like on my Facebook not even at work like on my Facebook or Twitter like tweeting racist things and my job found out they could still fire me for that and that's totally reasonable i wonder who they're gonna replace him with i don't know they haven't announced anything this season's soon to start so i don't even know if they'll have a replacement or oh yeah doesn't it it start this weekend yay yeah so i don't think they'll maybe have anyone but you know what bowen and chloe are gonna carry the show because both of them are so fucking funny oh good good i don't i'm not familiar with them yet uh chloe does work with our fave benny drama yeah she's in a few of his skits oh gosh can't wait so it's gonna be a good season i can feel it wait who's hosting this weekend i gotta look oh let me know okay hold on hold on hold on it's loading okay um... is that eddie murphy oh they promoted chris red and heidi gardner to a regular cast good because heidi's so funny yeah she is he's hilarious too i love him he is um i don't know why oh woody harrelson and billy eilish Oh my god, what a great episode. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't believe that there's gonna be a second Zombie Land. Wow, I um am have not seen Zombie Land. So Oh my god, you would love it. It's so funny. It's such a good okay, movie. Maybe I'll have to watch it this weekend to celebrate. But wow, I love Woody Harrelson. He cracks me. Me up. too. And I'm a big 
Billie Eilish fan. So yeah, great. what a great episode, you guys! I'm excited. And the next episode um, is Phoebe Waller Bridge and Taylor Swift. When will she just go away? She talked about fucking Kanye and Kim again in the her Rolling Stones interview, and it's like, bitch, move on. I know. Wow, that interview was infuriating. <laughs> She's so fucking psycho, and it's like you're the only one that's still in your feelings. Yeah, let's just retire that narrative, Taylor. We would like to be excluded from that narrative—a narrative that we did not ask to be a part of. <laughs> None of us have asked to be a part of this for any longer. Stop talking about it. Um, and like Kim and Kanye literally can't, like don't even know she's still alive. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, a fucking t- October 12th, third weekend, Camila Cabello. <laughs> fucking Jesus. She won't leave me alone, just like Taylor Swift. And that's why they went on tour together. Who's hosting the weekend? You're here. How do, and how do we go? <laughs> Kristen Stewart. Oh, wouldn't go even. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like win tickets to see like my absolute dream come true. And I'm like, Actually, I'm good. <laughs> um, sorry. Anyways, but who am I apologizing to? You all agree with me. Um, anyways, I have one last piece of goss, and then I'll let Megan go to bed. <clears throat> Demi Moore has come out with a new tell-all book. Yeah, this has been a hot, juicy <sighs> cup of tea this week. She really let it all out. I'm not going to lie. She has really let it all out in this book. Let me try to find the name. I find it kind of... I mean, I guess everyone gets to a point where they can, like, write their memoir. But it's also, like, why now? (laughs) You know? Yeah, it seems really random because I feel like she's been, like, out of the spotlight for a long time. Yeah, I feel like she's just kind of been, like, living her life and, like, under the radar. And all of a sudden, she's just like... Fuck you guys! Yeah, like, hitting with some... (laughs) hard stories here and it's like wow I don't know if I needed that but I I don't think I did her right to do her thing I mean she's fucking for sure and I'm sure it's probably cathartic for her um the book is called inside out and boy is it um (laughs) so it's been causing kind of like a lot of drama because she's really not holding back at all and she's really naming names left and right But in one instance that I'll talk about, because I don't have time to go over the whole book with you guys, um, she, because it's all juicy, it seems, <laughs> um, her, she talks about Ashton Kutcher, as you guys know, they were together for like fucking 12 years, I'm sorry, some mm-hmm. shit, for a long time, mm-hmm. um, and she talks about how that he made her do threesomes, mm-hmm. that they, she had a miscarriage with him. And that she found out he was cheating on her via a Google alert, which sucks. But before that, he had actually accused her of cheating on him. So it's kind of like a he said, she said situation right now. I know that's the thing with these books, because it's like when they come out aggressively naming names like this, I almost like don't. I feel like it's not as credible. I agree, because it's like, okay... Like, coming in so hot, it seems just so loud to me, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, she was just talking about how he, like, cheated on her multiple times, blah, blah, blah. 
So he last night had tweeted, um, I was about to push the button on a really snarky tweet. Then I saw my son, daughter, and wife, and I deleted it. Life is good. I mean, so it's like I've always loved. Damn, he Kutcher. could not be bothered. I've always loved him, even back when he was such a little douchebag. I've always loved him. But was he ever a douchebag? That's the thing. He's always seemed pretty genuine. Just a little boy from Iowa. Yeah, true. But like douchebag was always like his persona. Like I don't know, like a twenty-five-year-old guy who's making his. Well, I don't know. Then again, we don't know if he was making her do threesomes. But then again. What fucking 25-year-old guy doesn't want a threesome? True. Um, And as we talked about on this podcast before, he has pretty much almost retired his career. I mean, he still does stuff, but he's made his main job working with uh, child trafficking victims with an organization that he started called THORN. They've saved 6,000 and counting kids from sex trafficking. So, yeah, that's, and he's pretty involved in like, like, I think he's doing, I could be totally wrong here, but I know that he's pretty involved in like some big tech companies. So he's doing like a lot of like investing towards tech. Yeah. Yeah. That's what mainly he does right now is they invest in like startups and, that, and like all the startups they invest in are like startups that help. Yeah. Like, charities and organizations and like the world yeah so him and mila are just living their happy little low-key life and they seem so precious i know and they were meant to be together from the beginning i know i I love so like so i'm gonna i don't know even if he was like a douche in his 20s listen weren't we all (laughs) (laughs) bitch you're literally still in your 20s but like early twenties, like me at twenty three. Oh, massive. Listen later. <laughs> People could write fucking novels about me. Yeah, and they will, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so, and I'm not trying to discredit anything that Demi has gone through. Yeah, because she at also all. wrote about some really heavy personal stuff that I feel like she wouldn't yeah. write about if it wasn't true. Like that one story about how her. This is like a headline. I didn't read that much into it, but like. Her mom basically sold, might be the wrong word, but there was an exchange of money between Demi's mom and a man who raped Demi. When she was like 15. Yeah. Yeah. And even talking about a miscarriage, I mean, that's even personal too. So I'm not not trying to discredit anything Demi says. I'm sure whatever she lived through is like completely true. Whatever pain she felt from Ashton is like completely true and valid. Yeah. Um, I think that he's probably just grown up since then. Yeah. And I know that she goes into a lot of details about like her former like drug habits and whatnot. So just a lot of stuff for her to come out with. Yeah. But good for her. I mean, I'm glad she's like getting off that off her chest you know and just kind of being herself and being up and open with everyone i'm sure that feels good so I mean, do i want to read it yeah, yeah. will i buy it i know <laughs> i guess in the words of my best friend i'm not gonna choose any sides <laughs> oh that's funny anyways that's the podcast y'all sorry about last wednesday um <laughs> Sometimes I'm fucking busy. Y'all get it. I have a job outside of this. Until you guys want to start paying my bills, honey. Honestly. Then I'm going to sometimes skip a week. <laughs> um, next Wednesday, I will be 
back. Megan might be on the show to talk about Watch What Happens Live. Oh my God. I will and be then... in a post Watch What Happens Live world. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll catch you guys up on my itinerary for my trip. And then the following week, uh, we'll talk about my trip, me and Megan. Yay! Can't wait to hear all about it. No, you'll have to. If I even come back, unless I get discovered by Kylie Jenner and, like, we become best friends and, like, I move into Jordan's old guest house. I'm cool with that, too. (sighs) It's a dream. I would not keep up the podcast in your absence. (laughs) (laughs) I would not either. I would pretend I never knew you guys. If I saw this man walking down the street, I I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. (sighs) Did you see that she went on Watch What Happens Live? And talked about yes, that. I and then she was like, "When I, you guys, for any, let me give you a backstory for anybody who's not uh, chained to the internet like Megan and I. There's this interview with Kiki Palmer from Vanity Fair. They do like a lie detector test, and they showed her. They're like, Kiki Palmer used to be on this the greatest fucking show ever. It was on Nickelodeon. To this day, I'm still obsessed with it. Called True Jackson VP. And so they asked her, do you think that you'd be a better VP than this man? And they showed her a picture of Dick Cheney. (laughs) And she said, she said, I hate to sound ridiculous, but I don't know who this man is. If I, if I saw him walking down the street, I, I wouldn't know a thing. Sorry to this man. And it was just like fucking hilarious. It's like so earnest. Like, it just looked And, like, the way she pushes back the picture and she's, like, sorry to this man. <laughs> like, so genuine. And then it was a picture of Dick Cheney. And so then she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. And he asked her. He was, like, so now that you found out it was Dick Cheney. Oh, she was, like, I really didn't know who he was. But now that I found out, I'm not sorry to yeah. that man. And I was, like, fuck yes. <laughs> I know. I watched that episode and I love her. And she's She's so great. If you've never watched True Jackson VP, you guys fucking missed out. It was the greatest show ever. I was, like, so fucking obsessed with it. I can't. And if you've never watched Watch What Happens Live, watch on Tuesday. Because I'll be there. (laughs) We see Megan. Megan's a guest bartender. (laughs) It wouldn't surprise me. This coworker I'm going with just, like, is that type of person that could make that happen. So you never know. You never know. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear every detail. All right. Well, until then, thanks for being on, Megan. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.